have perseverance, never give up on life. Uh, whatever um whatever your dreams and aspirations in life and you know just you know just keep going try your best take it slow um don't compare yourself with others who've mm. already settled in into a job or a business mm-hmm. um because their journeys are different your de- destinies are different so mm-hmm. you have to focus on yourself and you know seek professional help and you know and just uh, try your best and never give up because you know life is too short to be thinking about the negatives and procrastinating and complaining and mm-hmm. getting frustrated and then blaming others for being successful and saying life isn't fair well you know you have to do something for yourself <laughs> Hello there and welcome to the Industry Expert Podcast. We're joined today with um, a client of mine uh, called Tahira, who is currently a befriender for Elft. And we're going to catch up on what her employment journey has been so far, um, what have been her uh, most enjoyable things and what have been her challenges as well. So welcome to the podcast, Tahira. Thank you, Buki. Thank you for introducing me to the podcast. Um, no worries. No worries. Happy to, happy to. So maybe it would be a really good kind of start just to give us an idea about um, about you and, you know, what your employment journey has been so far. So uh, my name is Tahira and um, I'm 26 years old. I am currently working as a befriender at East London Foundation Trust. Mm-hmm. So it's been, I would say, I think six months now with the befriending service that I've been working for. Mm-hmm. And it's working remotely only. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you know, when I was, when I first started, I was a bit, you know, I was not, I, I was still, um, trying to figure out how to communicate and introduce myself to a um, befriender, befriendy uh, mm. when I was assigned to. Yeah. So, you know, I was trying to get a hang of it um, mm. at, at first because it was a bit fragile because mm. uh, they kept leaving um, because of their own circumstance or they probably found the information that I provided um, early and then they left. But, mm. um, but yeah, um, but throughout that journey, um, I've seen like I've s- seen myself progress, like the way I communicate. Um, they engage in the communication because I give the relevant information mm. um, with with their needs and um, circumstances, mm-hmm. and you know it all makes sense. And I don't hear any complaints from them saying that you know, uh, and too much from my manager saying like how. You know, I've given the wrong information or signposted mm-hmm. me to the wrong company. I have not heard any complaints from them at all. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, you know, they're really, really, really happy to have me as their befriender. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to, throughout that befriender journey, um, we did uh, win a um, couple of awards as well. Wow. Um, for the service that we provided to the patients and how you know it's so useful to them and mm. beneficial to them 
which mm. is a great um, satisfactory to the team and you know it, it brings a joy and um, mm. you know glad tidings um, to the wow. company yeah mm. that sounds amazing it, it sounds like there's been so much progress in that yeah. role and just to kind of brief the listeners about a befriender a befriender yeah basically you know working remotely on the phone um you know please correct me if, if i miss anything tara is yeah. you know um providing um emotional support but also practical support for people yeah. that um uh might need it so signposting letting people know where they can get certain information from where they can get certain services from is there anything that i'm missing from that that job that job role um the only thing i you know um i i you know i'm always mindful you know when i'm at that role i always i'm always mindful that you know it's not my position to provide advice Mm. professional advice because i'm not a i'm not a registered doctor or mm-hmm. a nurse to do um or prevent their problems but yes. what what um as a, as a befriender I, i'm always mindful that you know i can reduce them their um isolation and loneliness mm. only reduce it not prevent mm. it so mm-hmm. that's what i explain to my befriendies and you know they're happy with it they are and they you know they understand um, mm. where I'm coming from because you know it's like a as like a like you know with befriending it's like you're like an information booth yes via phone phone calls only yes yes so that's what it is wow um, an information yeah. booth that's quite yeah. a that's quite a visual representation and um yeah and also just touching on that progression that I, I've kind of noticed that you're speaking about it sounds like when you started the role you know understandably perhaps you were less confident in doing the job because you've not done it before and didn't quite know how the information you were giving was landing with your befriendee but it sounds like you really progressed throughout your time there is that accurate to say yeah yeah and um you know uh, I've managed to um complete all my um you know um calls with like like most of them nowadays uh because mm-hmm. their call calling time is um they have a limit so okay they have like a certain um time or limit where they can have a call with one befriender that that they've been assigned to and mm. um yeah and that's the policy as well so we always have to be mindful of the the deadline of their calls and uh and we have to mention yes to them that you know it's your choice if you want to you know continue and if they do wish to continue they can be be referred back to the service but with Mm. a new befriender but not with Mm. the same one so that's what I always mention when it's near to the closer to the time of the end calls um, with the service yeah Mm. and it sounds as though you know that's something that you have to be mindful of as soon as you start with them you know to give them an idea of what to expect from you know how long it's going to last etc and the fact that they're taking up all of their time you know all of their allocated time with you shows that obviously they're you know getting a lot from it and you know sounds like you are reducing that that isolation that you spoke about yeah yeah you mentioned about you know getting the hang of it and I just mentioned I just really wondered you know, like, how did you 
go about getting a hang of it? Like, what was it? What was in place there, or what did you find within yourself um, to get, you know, really get a hang of the job? Um, what I did was I was just practicing and finding different ways to communicate well, mm. um, because you know there is training required before we become the friender. Mm. But um, you know, just practice. You know the introduction bit. Mm. Even even if it has to be written, like written in writing it down on a piece of notebook or mm. paper, it actually helps as well. So mm. you know you don't feel nervous uh, about anything, or you don't stutter when you're talking um, mm-hmm. to a, a befriendee. Mm-hmm. So it it actually helps when you just break it down the communication, and you know, and you shouldn't shy away from you know asking help from the manager as well like if you're struggling to communicate you know the manager was always there to support and you know always you know organizing the trainings uh, on zoom calls and stuff like that and then you know it really really helps Mm. and um and you know that's how we became more stronger in communicating with our befriendies wow it sounds like you got really good initial support with your training and the fact that they seem to you know your management seemed to give you what you needed and also give you what you needed whilst you were doing the job you know if so you would ask for help do you feel like asking for help is quite quite important when um you know when doing a new job and needing that help it is um it is uh you know a very important thing to do because it's uh you know nobody should shy away from it because you know you don't want to be ending up like doing something wrong um if you're if you have like an individual task to do like in an independent task to do and mm. you don't seek help if something doesn't seem right with the task and you you know you fall into that error the human error and then you know and then when, once the manager finds out or the senior finds out you know, mm. you know, you, you know, you you get questioned, or you know, you get off. So it's not a, a great feeling to have, and that's how you get ba- a bad day because you're getting told off by your senior and your manager yes. because you didn't ask for that help to prevent mm. the human error um, at yeah. work. So that's why it's always best to always be open and honest to mm. the manager. And, you know, um, I'm finding it difficult to um, come across this um, or complete this task. Um, yeah. Please, can you advise me what I can do mm. in the right way? And it doesn't go against the company policy as well. Yes. So by communicating nicely and politely with the manager, they will always, always support you in many different ways, whether they're so busy or not. They will always be there like you know, mm. communicating with you and that's like you know that's how that's how our um the befriending service flourished and got yes. the awards because of the you know um the manager you know she's amazing and she was um mm-hmm. she she never used to get you know annoyed with the questions that we asked and yes. you know she was so supportive and calm about it, even though she had loads of tons of um, workflows to do mm-hmm. from her side but she was always always like attentive and yes. you know and she had that perseverance 
yeah um, to you know just to help us and support us and you mm. know just listen to us what we say and what we are struggling with and then that's how we flourished mm. and it actually helped a lot wow that's so amazing and it you know it sounds as though she was very patient so i'm imagining having yeah. you know a, a leader that is patient is really helpful when you're trying to get better at a job and also i love the fact that you mentioned the idea of human error you know human error is something that's going to happen all the time because we're just human right so we're going to yeah. make mistakes but it sounds as though the way that you deal with that is just honesty and just having an honest polite um conversation with your uh, manager to uh, enable you to as you say flourish yeah mm. wow amazing and you know you mentioned flourish quite a few times is that how would you, you know is that a way that you would um define your time as a befriender um yeah it's just uh the 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 phrase flourish that i use a lot because um you know um it, you know it's just a it's just i see it as like success in the business mm. yes or in a company or organization yes uh, whatever it may, it may be you know it's just a huge success and you know it's just like you're you've been recognized for your hard work and dedication mm. and um and the management team you know they didn't judge us um, mm. in that um, way so yeah so that's why uh you know that's what that's what I feel and that's what I think um about you know being at refunding service like you know it was like more of a non-judgmental environment mm. very friendly and you know and understanding which mm. is most important um, mm. and there was no frustration or argument like that and um the befriender colleagues as well they're they're really nice and they give uh, little tips and tricks of um nice. not to communicate and not to be too um you know not take it too personally when something happens you know yes and uh it's nice like you know i, I can tell that you know we all can get along if we do have a christmas party um yes. or something this year but yeah so it's nice to have that even yeah. if there's huge age difference it doesn't matter we don't discriminate like that so you know we always understand we communicate we talk about our worries and concerns and you know uh -huh. we help each other out like that even though we, if we haven't met in person but it was through only zoom calls it's just you know i could see that you know we, you know we're we're going to be probably more successful and and flourish more um yeah you know, hopefully yeah in the near future maybe I get the impression that uh, that kind of non-judgmental um, environment was really helpful for um, allowing that communication between, you know, you and the befrienders, you and the management, and also you and the befriendees really, really flourish. And, um, yeah, I love also how you spoke about the fact that the training helped and, you know, the way you approached kind of getting better at being a befriender was to really break it down and it sounds as though you did preparation for each call and you know you kind of broke down well how can I approach these these calls and it sounds like preparation is quite important for doing the job well yeah yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. brilliant brilliant um yeah I'd be really interested to know as well um 
Like, what was what what was some of the biggest challenges in in that role? I would say the biggest challenges that I faced was, um, you know, a rude rude remarks. Like a few of them, mm. but not all of them were rude at all. Um, but you know, there was like just I only faced like two two um, rude remarks only. Yes. Um, while while um, <clears throat> um, being a befriender. But um, but at the end of the day, you know, they've given like a positive feedback mm. um, about the way I communicated with them. I didn't scream at them, at, you know, yeah. um, on the phone or, you know, being impatient and yes. frustrated about how their, their um, you know, mean, vulgar words are, mm. like, you know, making me emotional and frustrated. So I didn't take it that way. So yes. I explained it to them instead so rather than putting my anger and frustration on them and you know and they you know have a go at me so instead of doing that I I you know I remembered my training and um you know and then I explained to them like this is the service that we provide it's only to reduce um isolation and loneliness and um to provide information about the relevant um, companies or services that suits your needs yes. and circumstances. And then they understood, um, but then, um, you know, and then, you know, they left a really great um, feedback to the manager. Okay. Um, and, you know, and then the manager, they emailed me and saying that, you know, they they were very um, complimentary about me. Um, about the service they received and how I communicated well and everything and you oh, know, that's they brilliant. About it. yeah and um, the other the other previous friend I had um, that that individual was a bit you know shy and reserved but then turned out to be rude in the end right but then I had I didn't you know put my anger and frustration on them but I took it um, yeah. I was a bit stern, but I wasn't um, rude in a way, but I took it in a professional manner mm. and explained, like, you know, I tried to have a conversation with you, but you just didn't, um, you know, you just you just were too shy and reserved and you didn't want to, like, you, you seem like you don't want to engage in the conversation that I talk about. I don't mm. know what it is and I don't know what's stopping you or why you're neglecting yourself like that, but... You know, I did try to have that conversation with yes. the individual. Yeah. But, you know, turns out that, you know, they weren't interested in yes. in, in the service. Mm. Um, but, yeah, and then I explained it all to the manager via email. And then, um, yeah, and, uh, you know, they, I was, I was, I still had my, um, you know, I still, even though if, if that individual was, uh, like, quite rude in the end, yeah. Um, I still managed to consistently call them for those mm. three consecutive weeks, and then um, and then I explained, you know, to the to the management team, like you know, this this individual has um, stopped um, picking up my phone calls, and um, and then they said, uh, don't worry about it. Um, this this individual has been discharged from our service now, so you know you don't need to call them ever again okay and we'll and we'll assign you to a new um befriender yeah a befriender and stuff it like sounds that. So, that you're really like professional um and you know honest with the person 
and yeah. that's why you were able to still maintain a good report even towards the end. I wonder if we could um, briefly kind of pivot now to, you know, just looking at mental health and like, you know, doing these different roles, doing a befriender role and, you know, everyone's got their own employment journey yeah. um, and mental health journey as well. Um, how has um, being a befriender and how has doing that role kind of sat with your mental health? Has it, you know, how has it impacted you? Um, so I would say um, be doing, uh, you know, the befriender role itself, mm-hmm. just because it's an hours of job or a less hours of job, Mm-hmm. you know and it's only working from home it's not easy because it can mm-hmm. be men- emotionally and mentally draining yes. um, for yourself so the way I go about it if it's too much if it gets too much um, sometimes then I just you know I just I would just go out for walks um, for long walks um, mm-hmm. if, whether it's rain or shine I'll just go for long walks um, and I will um, buy something that I like Mm-hmm. you know or maybe um you know go out with my friends you know do something or just you know go out to the community center and mm-hmm. um enjoy my time there as well so it's like you know so I'm not like secluded inside home and thinking 24/7 about the same thing or what happened um on you know work by working but mm. I'm out there I'm out and about there you know going to community community centers and enjoying myself and refreshing my mind and then coming back the next day and then making that phone call it makes a huge difference in me wow but yeah yeah mm. and uh, yeah but there are other people i understand that you know they have um social anxiety and they don't like doing that so mm. for them i would say for those people who who do suffer from social um, anxiety yeah i would say probably join some um, workshops via online maybe yeah and just like do um you know it's just just do like fun activities like mm. um around the com- you know in your community where they they do like um like activities or fun um talking and you mm. know um just uh, just via online and um and there's like um international women's day um a zoom uh, meeting goes on um you know happen that happens as well so mm. you know you know just don't just don't just isolate yourself like that mm-hmm. so even though if you have that social anxiety or depression going on or you think oh someone's going to make fun of you mm. you don't think negatively just take it out positively and you know go away around it which is which is comfortable for you so wow yeah yeah it sounds like as well you know really tailoring what is good for you um it is really important so when you're you know when you do have those say you know quite emotionally draining experiences at work or elsewhere changing your environment is going to really refresh you and also doing an activity um and it sounds as though doing activities where you're connecting with others is also very helpful for kind of changing how you feel so that you know if you were to go back to the work you're refreshed yeah yeah it, it does help a lot um mm. because it, it it puts uh me into a happy mood um mm. and uh and then i can talk um enthusiastically and perform better while um having a conversation with my um existing befriendies 
or new befriendies that come along. So mm. it, it helps a lot. It helps a lot. So doing things you enjoy gives you the energy you need to do your job well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Which is really important. Mm. Sounds like, yeah, super important. And it's something that um, I definitely know to be true. Um Wow, that's amazing. And it, you know, it sounds as though there's so many tips in there for people when they're experiencing, you know, difficulties in their job or difficulties in their life, little things that they can do to really um, make themselves feel better and then kind of revisit what they need to do afterwards. So that sounds brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, was, I was wondering to ask as well, what, what made you decide to go into being a befriender? How does, like, what, what's that for you? Um... It's just to broaden my career options, to be honest, because I didn't only want to be um, in a admin position all my life mm. because I did um, complete a information advice and guidance course mm-hmm. this year, and you mm. know, and you know, I just wanted to broaden my options mm. within the NHS um, company, so. That's that's the reason why I wanted to do something different, even though if it has slightly a bit of admin side to it, but you mm-hmm. know, talking can and communicating can also save someone's life. You mm. don't have to be a doctor or a specialist or psych- psychiatrist just mm. to save someone's life. Just by having a little short one hour talk, one or two hour talk with someone, you know, you know that you don't even know of, but you know, you mm. can just. You can just like think of ways to, you know, find information, and you know if that person is interested, they'll use their own initiative and, you know, make that call to a professional. Mm, yeah. Because thanks to your, you know, communication and information, that has helped save that person's life. And mm. if they did it, if they didn't seek that information support and communication through the befriending service then you know they would have uh, you know would have happened to them i would say mm. uh, okay, even if yeah. they have illness or not mm. you know something terrible would have happened i would say so you know i would say it's like a huge blessing you know the befriending service wow. for the people in the uk that sounds yeah that that sounds really true because um, yeah, as you say, a conversation could could save save someone's life. So, I mean, what what better thing to be to be a part of? Um, uh, you know, I can't imagine much 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 better than that. You also touched on the fact that you'd done your information and guidance course this year. I mean, what what was what was that like, and how do you feel like it's kind of affected you and given you you know options for for what you're going to do next? Um course the information advice and guidance course it it allowed me to um gain the knowledge that i was lacking mm. so i really didn't know what signposting meant mm. and what was the purpose of signposting yes until i took the course i had that knowledge and i can mm-hmm. explain very well what's the purpose around it and mm-hmm. um and also um they were talking about referrals as well so I understand in my role, there's no referrals. Yes. But um, it's just the management team. They have referrals and then they assign us to a uh, befriender. And befriending, sorry. Um, but yeah, so I had that background knowledge. You know, I gained mm. that knowledge. 
and um, put it onto and and use that knowledge and put it uh, turned into skills, and you mm-hmm. know, and it, it helped supported me more stronger at mm. my um, um work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, it was really, really useful, and it was worth it as well. Brilliant. Yeah. So kind of upskilling in that in that sense, and you know, widening your knowledge base is going to help you to then put that knowledge into practice, like you have done with the befriending role. That sounds like a really, really smart thing to do. And what are your future plans with work? What What are you aiming to do next? Um, my future plan is. Um, Hopefully, um, by God's will, um, yes, you know, maybe in being a senior position within the NHS or assistant manager, mm, brilliant um, at NHS because I feel that I have that leadership skills sometimes because I use my own initiative um, yeah. to decide what is wrong and what is right. And doing it the legal way, and you know, to do uh, seeking professional help, you know, I've mm-hmm. been doing that since a young age, and you know, I've, 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 I've kind of like, you know, mastered it all now. Mm. So I, I feel confident that I'm able to do, you know, bigger roles like senior or assistant manager roles um, within the NHS. Excellent, excellent. I can definitely, definitely see that. Um, yeah, and how would you say, you know, working with, you know, IPS, working with an employment specialist, how has that kind of um, had an impact on, on your job searches and on your on your befriending, etc.? It is um, very um, useful because uh, there are, like, you know, a few, well, not all people, but some people, they don't know that there are um, employment officers available mm. in the in the um, local community centers and yeah. uh, and when they hear about it they're like oh what do they do they um they seek information um from uh-huh. me and and, uh, and then i talk in depth about it like you know they help you with your writing up your cv they um mm-hmm. you know they so they write up they help you write up your supporting statement if you are um you know lacking you know the literature mm-hmm. and um and you know, and the interview preps that you guys do, so mm-hmm. it's you know, it's not something. It's not something little. It's like a little booster, yeah, for for that individual. Um, and you know, there there are people who are, you know, strug- that that struggle to do everything by themselves because they've got you know other uh, commitments um, mm. that they um, they have to juggle with. But, yes. you know, having employment officers, I think it's really, really important. And just to, you know, consistently have communication with them will help them around mm-hmm. their work life or training or whatever they pursue in mm. their own life. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this sounds like that, that extra bit of support makes all the difference. And um, yeah, uh, that's that's so great to hear. So, yeah, I feel I feel like we've really beautifully covered um you know your journey especially in regards to being a befriender like what you know what you enjoyed about it some of the challenges and you know we can also take away a lot of um a lot of hints about how to get on with work and you know if you if you are undergoing any struggles what to do to kind of get back on track or what's gonna what's gonna help you know asking for help you know 
doing um doing training etc it's all going to kind of contribute to your mental health and also your you know career journey is there any are there any kind of last um thoughts that you want to share with the listeners i would just say have perseverance never give up on life Mm. Uh, whatever um, whatever your dreams and aspirations in life and you know just you know just keep going try your best take it slow um, don't compare yourself with others who've mm. already settled in into a job or a business mm-hmm. um, because their journeys are different your de- destinies are different so mm-hmm. you have to focus on yourself and you know seek professional help and you know and just uh, try your best and never give up because you know life is too short to be thinking about the negatives and procrastinating and complaining and mm-hmm. getting frustrated and then blaming others for being successful and saying life isn't fair well you know you have to do something for yourself and not and you know stop you know not stop judging others and comparing your life to mm-hmm. You, you know yours and uh, their life to yours and it's it's, it's a negative it, it, you know it affects mentally as well so mm-hmm. so they have to you know think before they do anything to mm. um you know let their mood down so always mm. always look at your own situation and circumstance and you know you know a wise person did tell me you know always you know looks look at someone who is less um fortunate than mm-hmm. you are like say for example uh, a person who's been homeless for many years and yeah. they still have a smile on their face and they're talking well and yes. they, they feel like they you know in a happy place and you know the rich millionaires and billionaires mm-hmm. they 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 feel that you know they feel you know when people look at them they feel like oh wow this person is probably very blessed and I wish my life was like that like you know their eyes are always up if people are human beings that's you know they they look up every time so but that the that that wealthy person yes they don't have that inner peace and emotional Mm. happiness inside themselves because that's what's important isn't it yeah they don't have that faith as well and that's mm. what they are lacking. Um, mm. So I, th- I, I would say God has provided that wealth to that person mm. to not to be arrogant, not to be belittling the, you know, the helpless, um, poor people. Yes. Just, just give a bit of, just give a bit of your, just tiny bit of your wealth. Mm. And, you know, just tell them like, you know, give them some, some inspirational talk that, you know, life is too short and try to try your best to build yourself up and mm. you know you will get there one day and wow. you, you know you never you never know you'll be much more greater than me so mm. you know you you have to like pay it forward yeah sometimes yeah yeah absolutely so, yeah. and I feel like that's what you're doing now so thank you for sharing that it was very inspiring and very positive and I think people can only get amazing tips and amazing bits of inspiration from uh, what you've shared today so so thank you so much for your time to hear yeah you're welcome Buki, and thank and, you for inviting me oh it's an absolute pleasure it's an absolute pleasure 
Hello and thank you for listening to another Working Well Trust Industry Expert podcast. If there's anything you'd like me to cover in future podcasts, please email me over at bucky, B-U-K-K-Y, at www.trust.co.uk. Thanks for listening and see you next month.